This is so good, guys. It feels like family in here. It feels like we're communing with Jesus together. And that's the goal. <laughs> so don't go for, thank you, Tyler. <laughs> so don't go from that place ever. That's why I have Brian up here. Thank you, Brian. He's going to keep playing on the keys so we can just keep communing with the Lord even as I talk at you guys. <laughs> um, Yeah, there was a few things overarching that the Lord wanted to um, come across tonight, I felt like, and one was that he delights in us. He delights in us. We are his children. <laughs> um, and we were made to eat bread from him. It's like a heavenly bread, bread that satisfies our souls. And they, they already said it. <laughs> he really does satisfy our souls. Oh. And I feel like he's already awakening this hunger even right now in our hearts. And it's been there, but he's like, kind of like bringing it out again. Our souls long for you, Lord. Our souls long for you. We're done with the world. It doesn't satisfy. So I'm going to read Psalm 63, which is that heart cry. Oh God, you are my God. I earnestly search for you. My soul thirsts for you. My whole body longs for you in this parched and weary land where there is no water. I have seen you in your sanctuary and gazed upon your power and glory. Your unfailing love is better than life itself. How I praise you. I will praise you as long as I live, lifting up my hands to you in prayer. You satisfy me more than the richest of feasts. I will praise you with songs of joy. I lie awake, thinking of you, meditating on you through the night because you are my helper. I will sing for joy in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your strong right hand holds me securely. I'll stop there, because then it talks about some pretty intense stuff, but that heart cry, oh, that's all of us. We just want to know him. We were made to know him. <sighs> and he has that for us. <laughs> That's like everything that he has for us is knowing him and bringing us into himself. So, Father, thank you and keep doing that. Keep doing what you want to do in our hearts. We want to know that you satisfy. We want to get lost in you. We want to be drawn to you. Hmm. So... I'm going <laughs> to 
We've been talking about the woman on the well for a while, <laughs> and we're still there. So stay in this place with the Lord. Don't, don't go anywhere. We're not going anywhere. We're continuing. <laughs> um, so I'm going to open there. You don't, you don't have to open there. Just if you want to, you can. Let's stay with him. So, yeah, we, we know the story of Jesus meeting the woman at the well because we've talked about it for a few weeks now. Um, but basically, he's there and he's resting and his disciples are getting him food somewhere else. And he's at this well. It's a pretty significant well. And this woman comes by um, and, they, and they start talking and... Um, Jesus just reveals to her that he is the Messiah, the one who's going to save her, the one who's going to bring um, this new kingdom. And it's a pretty amazing encounter that she has with him, and he tells her everything that she's done because um, he knows her. So that's the story, and I felt like a few things were highlighted to me about this story. Um, so the Lord is, he's talking to this woman and he is, he is inviting her into himself. Um, Nick talked about it last week, access. Her first question to him is about access. She says, why is it that the Jews can worship um, on their mountain? Like basically, can I worship? And Jesus is saying there will be a day when you can worship anywhere you are in spirit and in truth, anywhere you are. And then he reveals that he knows her weaknesses. He, he says, you have had five husbands and the man you're with is not your husband. Like, I know that you're not, you're not really living pure, um, but he still, he invites her in and he shares with her this amazing thing that he hasn't told anyone yet. Um, at that point, besides his disciples. And um, he says to her, if you only knew the gift God had for you and who you are speaking to, you would ask me and I would give you living water. So I love his encounter with her and him inviting her into himself because that's what he does with us. He's like, if you would ask me, I have everything for you. <laughs> so that's what he does with us, right? But then there's like this other side of it where he's he himself is living in communion with his father and he's modeling for us even in this story how we are to live it says and I think first John like you are to walk as Jesus walked on this earth um, and so he's showing us what life with the father looks like and so he's resting he's tired this is Jesus in human form He's resting and he sits down wearily, but we know he's communing with his father in this moment because he says in another part, I think it's in a few chapters from this, he says, I can only do what I see my father doing. I can do nothing on my own. And then he starts this conversation with her. So he's doing what he sees the father doing. And he... Um, he himself walked nourished by his father, getting food from him. 
And then he tells her, if you only knew, <laughs> if you only knew what God had for you, you would ask me and I would give you living water. It's just crazy. Um, I hope this is making any sense <laughs> so far. Uh, so, what the Father has for us is Jesus. Um, he is the bread. That's a big secret. <laughs> he is the bread. Um, and he is the only way to the Father. And he made a way to the Father. So when I say Father, I'll share a little bit about my heart cry right here. Um, oh man, I bet, I bet everyone can, can relate with this. Just longing for a father. <laughs> Ooh, this has been me for a while. And earthly dads are an awesome representation of, of who God is. Um, and they can be great ones, but they can also be pretty bad ones and like the whole range of spectrum in between. But no matter what, none of them will ever be as good as our father. And none of them can ever take the place of our father in heaven. Um even the best one. And so I've been in this place for a while of just being so hungry for a father and being like, I need you, Lord. <laughs> I need you to father me. Um, just wanting a father's hug, just wanting, yeah. And the good news <laughs> is that he will and he does. And it's crazy. <laughs> My goodness. It's crazy. Yeah. So take heart. <laughs> he has bread for you. And, and the way is through Jesus. And the way is through um, just believing in him, making him your everything. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Where to go next, Lord? I'm going to read that in John 6. We are in John 6, 45 through 51. If you want to go there, but don't go anywhere. Stay here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stay in this place with him because communing is the goal. Um, side note before we read that, communing is the goal. It's where we receive from him. I don't even know how to explain it, guys. But you know because you were made to do it. <laughs> we were made to do it. It's not like eating physical food, but it is. But it's like eating spiritual food. And when you commune, you're not alone. So you're with him. You're never alone. And that's what he made a way for, is that we would never have to be alone. We'd never have to be alone. We wouldn't have to be orphans anymore. And that's really good news. 
Yeah. I think I think I'll stay on this for a second, then we'll read this. <laughs> um, some of us, and this is what I have been doing, I feel like, for the past how many years of my life, um, is being like, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, I love you, I meet with you, and I meet with you in, uh, in worship here, and you know that feeling, just that experience, like, oh, this is amazing. And then I get up, and I go do life on my own again. <laughs> like, okay, now I've got my strength, and now I'm going to go do it. Like, I'm going to go do the stuff and love people and all the stuff. But I didn't realize, and Jesus models it for us, is that we never have to leave. <laughs> he never leaves, and we never have to go from that place. Um, so that's, that's the goal. Communion is the goal. Uh, doing life with him, and he gives us his spirit so we can do that. And he, yeah, he wants that, which is oh, like, yes, you want it too? <laughs> awesome. Um, and just to go back to he knows our weaknesses. He knows, he knew the weaknesses of the woman that he was encountering, and he still invited her in, and he knows our weaknesses. It's like my little baby when Manu's trying to walk, uh, he, he, the Lord talked to me about this because I was getting all upset because I failed at something. I was like, ah, oh, I suck. I failed. Like, this is awful. Like, I ruined everything. I get in that place so much, right? It's like, I ruined everything. <laughs> and I was watching Manu at the time, and he, like, stood up and started, like, doing his wobble towards me. It looks like a little drunken man. <laughs> so cute. But then he just, like, fell. And the Lord in that moment was like, are you mad at him for falling? Like, of course not. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's how he is with us. Our hearts are seeking him. Our hearts are, oh, I want to meet with you, God. I want to meet with you. And then we get up and we mess up. And he's like, oh, get up. Let's do it again. Let's try again. You're getting stronger. I can see you're getting stronger. Um, and he works with us in that. So, Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for that. Okay, so John 6, <laughs> let's read it. Uh, 40, verse 47, but stay there. Don't go anywhere. Okay, he says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes has eternal life. Yes, I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the wilderness, but they all died. Anyone who eats the bread from heaven, however, will not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven, and anyone who eats this bread will live forever. And this bread, which I will offer so the world may live, is my flesh. I know this is kind of confusing. I don't understand it all either, um, but it's really good. And then the people were arguing, and then Jesus said again, I tell you the truth, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you cannot have eternal life within you. But anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise that person at the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. And anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. I live, 
because of the living Father who sent me. In the same way, anyone who feeds on me will live because of me. In the same way. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I am the true bread that came down from heaven, and anyone who eats this bread will not die as your ancestors did, even though they ate the manna, but will live forever. I am the true bread that came down from heaven. <laughs> so Jesus is the gift from the Father. And the Father loved us and saw we were struggling because we made a really bad choice and we cut ourselves off from him. But he was like, I don't want to be, I don't want them to be cut off from me. I'm going to fix this. So he sent Jesus, who's the true bread, and he invites us into communion with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So we're like in again, we're in the family. And Ephesians says he adopts us as sons. And it was his delight to do it. It, it says it fulfilled his good pleasure to adopt us as sons and daughters. So that's really cool. That's just really cool. Um, so yeah, he loves us and he wants to commune with us. Um, I'll try and talk a little bit from my, my own experience with this just to like flesh it out a little more. Because it's, it's always like, well, how do I do that? I don't know. Yeah, that's the, that's the question. <laughs> but we're doing it right now as we're in this place with him. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more. I don't know how long I have. What time do I need to... Okay, okay. Um, I better ask because if I don't, yeah, you never know. <laughs> okay, so... I was in this place recently. <laughs> if you don't, if you're not getting bread from the Father, you're gonna try and get it from other places, right? So here I am. I'm in the family. I'm adopted as a daughter. You know that doesn't change. But my day to day, am I getting my bread from the Father? And for a while, you can talk to my husband. <laughs> I was like. I know you have this bread for me. I need it. Like, there's something you need to satisfy in me. <laughs> Poor Matt. It was a hard season for him. <laughs> but I was trying to get it because we need it. Like, it's, it's a real craving that we have. Um, and he wasn't, he didn't, he wasn't giving it to me. <laughs> He's great, but he couldn't, he couldn't give it to me. Um, and so then COVID happens. So I'm in this place of just like, why, why is my husband not doing this? And then COVID happens, right? And that was crazy. We all have our own experiences with that. But it was just like, whoa, life. I, I guess to me, it was like life is fragile, you know, and life is short. And I, it was kind of hitting me. I was like, wow. And the things, it kind of made me think the things of this world the things that were in my life at that point, it was just like, the, this is not satisfying me. I know there's more. <laughs> and so it really drove me into like, okay, I hear people talk about the secret place with God. Um, and they say like, 
you know, I need to spend time in the secret place. And I get that, and I have gotten that, but I just knew there was more. Um, and so it just, it just pressed me into this, this new pursuit of him. And basically, it's looked like me on my face in my room being like, I need you. And just like, like really, though, I need you. Like, this isn't working. Um, Heidi Baker talks about that. She's pretty cool. If you don't know who she is, you should look that up. Um, but <laughs> she talks about, I know where to be weak. And the, pl and the place of communion with the Father is not the place to be strong. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> You're like, God, look at all this stuff I did for you. The Bible says all that stuff that you did for him, it's like filthy rags. <laughs> like All the stuff you tried to muster up on your own, it's filthy rags. So you're giving him filthy rags. And he's like, nice. <laughs> so be weak. Uh, that was me in that place. Just like be weak in front of you. God, I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't have anything. And I just tell him, I don't have anything. I need you. Um, yeah. So... This is me in the secret place doing that and just realizing that everything else is trash, but I don't know what to I don't know what to do about it except ask him. And that goes back to that verse. If you knew the gift God had for you, you would ask. And I would give you living water. So now, so I'm glad that I've been asking him, guys. He does give it. He does. Things are starting to change. Ask my husband. Again, ask my husband. I'm not going to him for the things that I, I know I need to get from God. I'm eating. I'm communing with, with God. And it's crazy. It's hard to explain. Um, but what I will do, because everyone's like, yes, yes, we want it, is I will find in my notes here. Um, talk about some things that, ah, here it is. Nope, that's not it. Talk about some things I've learned. Hold on. I like had a bunch of note issues. Let's see. Okay, here it is. There we go. Okay, things I've learned about communing with him in this season. And then I think we'll do something else. Okay. <laughs> we have to be fascinated with him. Um, I mentioned before he knows our weaknesses and this was me just like bringing up all my weaknesses again for him. And like, do you see this? You must change this. Like this needs to be changed. This is an issue. <laughs> and he's like, I know, I know I carried it on the cross. Like I, I know your issues. Um, and he's like, will you be fascinated with me? Will you, will you think on me, dwell on me? And there's so much of him to dwell on. So I would say, find that thing that like, you know, your heart, is fascinated with with him or that thing that draws your heart into worship and st and stay in that place um, for me it's creation like if I'm if I'm just having a day where I just can't feel it I just don't yeah I don't know where he is I'm just like 
to go outside and I'm going to like be in awe of creation. And it just pulls me right into worship and, and communion with him. Um, oh, this is a big one. Surrender. Surrender, I put on here, surrender is first, second, and last. <laughs> we, have to, we have to be surrendered because um, basically his, his idea is it's your, you lay down your life, I give you mine. It's not you give me like half of your life and you get to keep some and then I give you mine. It's like, no, you lay down your life, I give you mine. Um, and that's what we want. But we just got to stay in that place. I think we're really used to like, but I'm also self-sufficient and I have a plan that I want for my life and I don't want to get knocked on the floor and not be able to get up off the floor. <laughs> but when we're surrendered, it's worth it. It's so worth it because he gives us that bread. His bread is the best kind of bread. Um... How much time do I have? Five minutes, okay. I'm gonna whip through these. So this is gonna be a lot of information and then, and then I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let the Lord um, continue what he's doing in our hearts. Okay, so the, uh, this one the Lord convicted me of. Jesus is not a means to an end. He wants friendship with us. And I was here at prayer room one time and I was like, it's not working, Lord, it's not working. And he was like, do you want to be my friend? Because he, he like just showed me in my heart, I was trying to use friendship with him to like fulfill my ambition of like, I want to be, I want to see the stuff. I want to see you heal people and do this. And he was just like, oh shoot, I'm using you. Um, so just keep your heart free from that because he just wants to be your friend. So in that moment, I was like, yes, I do want to be your friend. And he was like, good, because that's what I want to. Um, and that goes along with one of these other ones. We don't have to seek the fruit of communion. We seek him, and we commune with him, and then the fruit just happens. I promise you. I promise you fruit happens. I would not be up here speaking like this if fruit didn't happen when you meet with him. I would be scared out of my mind. Okay. <laughs> Um, oh, and so important, so important is eating this. So Jesus is the bread, and this, he is the word as well. So Jesus is the word, and he will commune with you while you read this. But I know that it can, like, you can read it, and it can be, like, what we say is, like, dry. Um, if you're in this place of surrender and you're like, you have what I need and I can't get it anywhere else, I guarantee you, you pick this up <laughs> and it's so living. You're like, I need this. <laughs> I need you to tell me who I am because I laid down my whole life and I don't know who I am anymore. So I need Ephesians. That's my go-to right now is Ephesians. Like, tell me who I am because I forgot. And I will. I'll eat it in the secret place, and then I'll get up and walk out, and I'll forget everything that I just read. But I'll know it cut me, and I'll know, like, oh, I'm going to do it again next time. And then I have to remind myself and, like, eat it. It is like eating because you have to do it more than once. Like, it takes work to be in the world. You get up out of there and like all these things come at you, you know, 
all these different messages, all these different spirits, whatever, trying to tell you, you can get your food here or here or here. You can do this. You got to keep eating. You need lunch. <laughs> and then you need dinner. Um, you use up pretty fast. Jesus says our daily bread. So don't, don't be angry if you forget it because it's, you got to keep eating it. It's so good. Um, that's what Ezekiel says is fill your belly with this. It's a really cool imagery. I was going to read it. I don't have time. Um, but it will. It'll fill your belly. So, yes, repeat. Oh, I said them all. Okay, good. Okay, Th that's good. That's done. And what we'll do now, I know the, the guys are going to come back up and do a song, and it's The More I Seek You, and so it's perfect. Um, actually, you want to come up now, Tyler, and do that? Okay. Great. What I really felt like the Lord was going after one was stirring our hunger um, and just getting us to this place where we're like, yes, I want that all the time. And then also his delight over us. So we're going to let him respond to us in that delight. We're going to sit in his delight. Yeah, we don't, we're going to go back to that place of we are not orphans anymore. There's a father in heaven who sent his son to come get us and bring us in to communion with him. So if there's anything that pops up in your head that's like, this is in the way of that, just give it to him. Don't even work hard at it. Just say, I give it to you. <laughs> it's really easy. <laughs> so give that to him and then let's just sit in his delight. And as we sing this song, this is not about what we can do for him. <laughs> this is about us being with him and getting what we desperately need from him. So just let him show his delight to you. And if your heart is going, oh my gosh, God, I want this. I, I have all these things in the way. I don't even know. Let him speak to you because he's excited. He's so excited about you starting this journey with him or continuing this journey. Thank you, Lord. Okay, I'm going to read Ephesians and then we're going to I'm going to have you guys do the song. Just stay in that place, everybody. Oh Jesus, you're beautiful. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in every spiritual, with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ, and even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself 
through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure.